0: Hello and welcome to another nine minute Bible study. Our starting point. Acts chapter two. And let's look at verse forty one. And they that gladly received his word, this would be the gospel message, the message of the Christ across the resurrection. They were baptized, and on the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. Here's the good news. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 souls accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. Now that this has happened, what next? What do you do with 3,000 new converts? This basically fills what is going to be the last few verses in chapter 2. It begins with What? and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. Let's start with doctrine, the teaching of the Word of God. Anyone who is a believer in Jesus, they need to be taught the incorruptible, indestructible, ever-living seed of the Word of God. We are not just to hand off the Bible and say, good luck, and have them read it on their own. Mm-mm. The reason a church exists, first is to win souls, but second it is to disciple the believers so they will be strong in the faith. It is the job of the church to win souls, but it's also the job of the church to disciple the believers to train them so they could stand for jesus so they would know what they believe in they would be able to defend what they believe in then they could teach this not just in the church but to their families raising their children in the fear and the admonition of the lord so first purpose of the church wins souls second it is to disciple the believers. The next word that we just read was what? Fellowship. The believers are to associate with each other. The word is clear. Forsake not the assembly of yourself together with other believers. From moment one, the believers gather together on a regular basis And they had fellowship one with another. This is not a suggestion. This is something that must be done. I'll make this clear. Everyone who's watching, you must be part of a local church. Not just part. You must have fellowship with those in the church. You must allow those who have been placed in authority to teach you the word of God. You need to work together with the rest of the believers. Yes, have a good time. Enjoy each other's company. But you need to be in a fellowship relationship with other believers. God did not call the believers to be hermits, getting their word only through the Internet. He has called you to assemble with other believers in the local area so that you all may know the gospel message so you can have someone to help you in your Christian walk. The next part was what? In breaking of bread. Let's call this the table of the Lord. Jesus, when he said, do this in remembrance of me? He really wasn't joking. In reading about early church history, when they brought charges against some early Christians in the first century, they listed the charges, and one of them was taking part in a simple meal. So yes, we can start connecting this to the Lord's Supper. The Lord's Supper is an identifier that we are believers in Jesus. Just like baptism identifies us as new converts, communion really identifies us as continuing believers, that we believe in the shed blood of Jesus and the broken body of Jesus. Again, where did this take place? In church. This is something that must be done with fellow believers. The next part of this, in prayer, both at home, alone, and in a group with believers. Do I believe in prayer meetings? Yes. The believers have been called to pray with each other, be it the general prayer meeting, be it The laying on of hands for the healing of the sick, be it gathering at individual houses under the authority of the church to pray. And yes, individually alone. The more we pray, the stronger we are. The more the church prays, the stronger the church will become. Let's go on to verse 43. And fear, or this would be the reference and respect, came upon every soul. and many signs and wonders were done by the apostles. A church that is a doctrine church, a church that has fellowship, a church that partakes as one that is in prayer, they will see signs and wonders in the church. What we saw in verse 42, it is what leads to verse 43. And where is all of this happening? In and through the church. Keep this in mind. If we want to see the supernatural power of God, it is going to be done through local churches, through local assemblies. The House of Signs and Wonders is your local church. This is the place where people should be able to go. This is the House of Signs and Wonders and expect to see the signs and wonders. The church should become spiritual center of the community. Let's look at the next verse. Verse 43 and 44. And all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and ported them to all men as every man had need. This is a church that was committed to the church. The church became the center of their life. Now, considering that just a few days earlier, this did not exist, we can ask the question, why this change? When one believes in the gospel message, when one is committed to the gospel, when one receives the power, there's going to be a radical change. And what we see at the end of chapter 2 is the radical change that lets the world know that Jesus is real. And we'll pick up with this in our next lesson.